0: quarters of ramsey solutions broadcasting from the pods moving and storage studios it's the ramsey show where we help people build wealth do work that they love and create actual amazing relationships Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, co-host of the Smart Money Happy Hour podcast on the Ramsey Networks, and my daughter is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Esther is with us in Dallas. Hi, Esther. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
1: Hi, Dave. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? I am um, calling because um, my husband and I have a few questions and we don't know which way to head. We started um, financial peace university at the beginning of last year and everything was going great. And we paid about 50,000 in debt so far. Way to go. Um, because of, thank you. Because of some of the things that were happening with our school district and whatnot, I was a teacher. Um, I decided to get, quit my job and um, homeschool my kiddos um, starting last summer. And, um, Obviously, that put a little bit of a dent in our debt snowball. Um, However, my husband had received an increase, which was making up for my loss of pay. Um, And everything kind of went okay. We were able to make ends meet. Um, Well, recently, my husband's company, the cut pay from everybody in their company. um, And that's going to be about a 20% loss of income for us um, going into next month. So um, it's putting us in a difficult position. Uh, it would make things a little hard. But what did your husband down. used to make? Um, he was making – his take-home pay was right under 100000
0: They gave him a $20,000 pay cut.
1: Uh, 20%. Pay
0: that 20% cut. of a hundred is 20000
1: Right, yes.
0: And what does he do?
1: Um, he does drafting um, – Architectural type drafting.
0: Okay. Well, the economy in Dallas is booming. Mm-hmm. Why is this architectural firm cutting pay for people?
1: That's that's our question as well. It's not. They a didn't say why? Price. No. No. And it might be temporarily. Um, again, it's not a Texas based company, so we don't know if that has something to do with it.
0: Look for a job. Yeah. Why are you staying in yeah. a place that cuts your pay 20%? In a booming yeah, economy.
1: That's what we're looking
0: at. Yeah. Um, like today. My- today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is not there a theory. I mean, yeah.
0: He's that. That's disres- he just got disrespected. Yes. They were waving a flag in front of him to leave.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's everybody in the company. I know. It's not just him. But, yeah, it's not. They fully right
0: anticipate people. several people leaving as a result of this, cutting their payroll costs down. This is anticipated. Mm-hmm. This is a strategic move on their part. Mm-hmm. They're telegraphing this to you, saying, "Leave," and I would oblige. Yeah. Go get a job making one hundred and twenty. If I'm him. Wait,
1: <laughs>
0: and I bet he can do it by Friday if you get on it. Yes, I think he can. Okay. Um,
1: yes, <laughs> so we have those on our on our to do list for it this week. However, my question to you was. Um, before we started FPU, we did everything stupid that we could do with our money. We were comfortable, and we had the lifestyle supposedly to match it, which was just in our minds, not reality. Um, however, since we started our debt snowball, like I said, things were rolling along. However, right now we are getting a little bit frustrated that we are kind of like stuck on the same place for a long time. Well, and you quit your job and your
0: husband got a 20% pay cut. Of course things are tight. Yes.
1: Yes, they are. Um and my question to you was should we even consider selling our house?
0: To No, you need to get your incomes back up. Mhm. What's your house payment?
1: Um about 2400 a month. It's it's very good compared to what's going on right now.
0: Yeah. So you may be tutoring and subbing while he gets his income up to 120.
1: Mhm.
0: And then the house is not a problem anymore. The house only became a problem when your incomes went away.
1: Yeah. Am I right? The house is not even our biggest issue. It's paying everything else down.
0: Well, you've already gotten rid of $50,000 worth of debt back when both of you had your incomes. Yes. So you can sub, right? How
2: much do you have left, Esther, in debt?
1: (laughs) A lot. How much? 80. About 200. No, about 200K. On what? Student loans. We have a personal loan. We had a HELOC, um, a car loan. Yeah.
0: Okay. How much are student loans?
1: Um, mine is about thirty thousand, and my husband is about twenty thousand, right under twenty.
0: Okay, so fifty in student loans, and so yeah. how big is the HELOC?
1: About eighty.
0: Okay, and that is. Um, in addition to your $2400 payment. Yes. Okay. You may have a house you can't afford then, yeah.
1: Mhm.
0: Cuz when you put the payment to those payments all together on your home, you have now got house payments that are really getting very high even with your old incomes.
1: Yeah. It's about twenty eight hundred, which is still less than what we would be paying in this market in Texas. But
0: yeah, you know, what than do you? Uh, what, well, no, that's not true. I mean, it's less than you pay for that house in Texas. But there are cheaper houses in Dallas. Right. The um, uh. So how much do you owe on your cars?
1: Um, between the two of them, we're at forty one.
0: Okay, give me a breakdown on that. Which cars? How much? Uh,
1: my car is about thirty-one, six hundred, and my husband. It would be the difference. I'm sorry, I don't have it in front of me That's right okay. now.
0: That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. So here, you know, the way I look at all this stuff is what I would do if I woke up in your shoes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one, the twenty percent pay cut activates me looking for a job immediately, and it activates mm-hmm. you doing something for income. You've got a teaching okay. certificate. You can sub. You can. You can do some while you homeschool. You can still pull this off. Well, it's summer
2: right now, technically. So whether it's tutoring. Tutoring,
0: absolutely. Great, great money tutoring. Really great Mm -hmm. money tutoring. And uh, I'd pick up a bunch of that and get his income back up, get yours up temporarily. I'd sell the $31,000 car in about 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't keep it. Before I sold my house, I, I would be cleaning off a whole bunch of this other stuff. And I would be willing to lean into this because selling a house is expensive. It's expensive to move. It's expensive emotionally. uh, It's expensive everything. And if if the house can be solved, if you can work your way through this and get rid of these debts and get your incomes up temporarily for a period of time to plow on through this, then you're there. But if you decide to quit your job, you may have decided to sell your house you for sure decided mm-hmm. to sell your car. You mm-hmm. maybe didn't mean to, but those decisions all came together because of the math. They, they, were, they were knitted together. You couldn't get rid of them. They're tied to each other. So that's the deal. I'd sell your car and I'd get better jobs immediately. And really, by Friday, you can do that. And all of a sudden, the situation starts to move around. You give yourself a little breathing room, and then you can decide later on the house. This is The Ramsey Show. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey Personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Our question of the day comes from Neighborly. Yeah, the Ramsey Show question today sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Take your home's efficiency and style to the next level with convenient solutions from Shelf Genie, Window Genie, Glass Doctor, and Dryer Vent Wizard. Visit Neighborly.com to schedule home service professionals near you.
2: All right, today's question comes from Michael in Illinois. My question is about continuing to pay for our 19-year-old son's insurance deductible. He lives at home and pays four hundred dollars rent each month. He is not in school. He works full time and plays video games. His <laughs> sorry. His hourly rate, wage is twenty-five dollars an hour. He's on our health insurance plan, which doesn't cost any extra. My wife thinks we should pay his deductible. I feel like it's time that he takes on the responsibility of being an adult. How should I handle the situation? Your
0: wife his wife thinks we should pay the deductible. He said,
2: Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Well, he works full-time. I just think that's funny. And he plays video games.
0: (laughs) Why is that funny?
2: I don't know, because I'm like it would be sounds like a teenager well, well you could be like well he works full-time and watches netflix at night i don't know like it's just like a thing you do i don't know why video games is like the thing that he tells us about because it
0: pisses his father off
2: i, I think so maybe that's, what it <laughs> that's is.
0: exactly why that's he why plays he netflix it he looks a, at his phone he mentions I don't it because he's useless yeah
2: uh nobody he, he works <laughs> no
0: i know his, his dad just doesn't like it i, I
2: know i, I mean i don't know michael i i mean he's paying rent i think he should move out um yeah but if it but I but I mean what it was with the whole Obama care situation that it bumped up to twenty five right that you can be yep. on your parents' health insurance, yep. okay, you can you could disagree with me on this that doesn't bother me. A part of me is like, yeah, if you it, it, until he moves out, he's on his own, he goes and gets a job that has benefits. maybe that's what he needs to be doing. um but if he's nineteen, I mean he may have just graduated high school and he's figuring it out. I don't know.
0: I don't think the deductible. Is Is the issue. your problem, Michael. Yeah. I think your problem, Michael, is you think this kid needs to move on. Yes. And instead of saying that, you want him to pay the deductible.
2: Right. So (laughs)
0: the deductible is the symptom. The question is the symptom of the whole situation. So here's what I think will solve your angst, Michael, on the video games and the deductible both, okay, is if you put a schedule on when he's leaving. And so I would sit down with him and say, uh, I'm your dad, I love you, and I'm here to help you, and I'm not here to uh, support you for the rest of your life. And so you're doing a good job earning some money. Uh, I don't really need a renter, uh, so I don't need your rent money. Uh, What is best for you, as my son, is for you to stand on your own two feet and have the dignity of operating your own household. And I want us to work up a plan that moves you towards that. Uh, so this indefinite sitting here playing video games while you could be out doing some extra work to get on with your life or taking a class of some kind, uh, uh, trade school mm-hmm. certificate, whatever it is, um, instead of getting a degree in Mario Kart you know, mm-hmm. or something. So, um Yeah. I mean, I'm. It's about being
2: productive. This is me
0: and this is me as your dad loving you well, saying, we're going to develop a plan for you to be on your own. And if you want to live on $25 an hour and um, work only 40 hours and not uh, engage your brain and grow your mind and grow yourself, be in a self growth mode, um, you're going to struggle, my son. Mm -hmm. So I want you to think about that. I want you to think about what you're engaging in. And, um, so when is it that you're planning to exit when do you think is a good plan to exit and it doesn't have to be in two weeks it doesn't even have to be in two months yeah i don't care if it's six months but if you say a date certain okay that um you know after christmas you know you're going to have found a place and be in it or whatever the number is that we all come up with and and then i'll help you get there i'll I'll help you with your budget i'll show you how you can get extra work doing other stuff and I, you know, if you want to consider what your career field is going to be.
2: And for uh, the time being, I mean, if he does this job and then a side hustle at night and he doesn't have benefits, would you be mad if he stays on his parents' insurance?
0: No. Yeah. No, I don't care if he stays on the insurance. The, the okay. insurance is not the problem. Yeah. The problem is the sense that he's uh, lazy he's or that he's a quasi-child in a yeah. in a young man's body. Yeah. That's what's bothering his dad. Yeah. And his dad just didn't know how to say it. But that that's, and it, it's not good for the young man.
2: Right, it, right, it's totally. It's good for totally. him
0: to have a, a plan. And I, I, I'll i just tell you, moms and dads, I, if your 19-year-old doesn't want to go to college, I understand that, and I'm okay with that. But no post-high school, post school learning is a plan to really struggle through your whole life. So everyone should study something. Um, I, I read three nonfiction books in the past 30 days, and I'm 62 so, I mean, really, everyone should study something all the time. And if I can do it, he can do it. You should always be learning something, knowing something, doing something you didn't know before so that you have a better life. Yeah. And uh, so, be you know, I don't care if he wants to become a welder, if he wants to become a diesel mechanic, I don't care if he wants to be uh, co- go to code school. And, but
2: have a path. Have something uh, you know, you're working towards. Do something you're learning
0: yeah. and doing yeah. beyond, uh, I'm going to make you know basically the uh, minimal entry rates and try to survive on that it's gonna be tough it's gonna have a tough life so I want to help him with that I want to help him extend his career direction and uh, uh, and I want to help him get on his own because when he feels the pressure of actually doing his own thing
2: yeah totally. out there in
0: the real world it change it' it'll, it'll change his emotional maturity
2: mm-hmm. and uh, you know I heard something the other day that uh, in France one of the parenting philosophies that they have, apparently, I don't know if this is true, but I thought it was good, uh, is frustration. They want their kids to feel frustrated. So there's not kids menus when you go over to France. I mean, they really do make the child adapt into...
0: Adult land. Adult,
2: yeah, because they're like, and you're going to feel frustrated about that, but you need to because when you feel frustrated, you're uncomfortable, you have to make decisions, you have to understand, yeah. problem solve, right? Where in America, we're more just like, we want to make you comfortable, and we, we don't, if you feel frustrated, we'll fix it for you, right? It's that helicopter-type yeah. parenting. Yeah,
0: we want to create an environment where you have no stress.
2: Yeah, so even at 19, it's like, yeah, have a little frustration in there and have to kind of figure yeah, it out. Have it's a little good. stress
0: in there, yeah. yeah. And and again, this is not an act of uh, being mean, or something like that, or or being angry. But I can tell you this, Michael, as a dad, all right, of grown people, um, the frustration you have is not with video games. You would not mind him playing video games at all if he was studying and working towards a a goal in his career, if he was standing on his own and he was was making more money and he was working overtime and he was paying his own bills.
2: That's what made me laugh. Yeah, like the video. The, the I'm video like,
0: but the, the, that's where that the frustration. Yes, that, the, comes out there. Yeah, the video games is you're you're not frustrated with video games. You're frustrated with all these other things, right. and you're it, because he could be doing those things while he's doing the video games. So that's what's bothering you. Yeah, and it's also an indication of emotional immaturity at this stage of the game. So um, that 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 comes up in this discussion. Yes. Not everybody plays video games it's emotionally <laughs> immature. It's not what I'm saying, <laughs> but that that comes up in this discussion is an indication he's afraid his son is not
2: yes. maturing yes,
0: and uh, that he's still thinking like a 16 year old. Right. Right. And that that doesn't work when you're 19, and it sure as crud doesn't work when you're 29. So that's a good that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, this uh failure to launch thing, it's very real. Yep. It's very real. And moms and dads, the numbers are astronomical. The number of millennials and the number of Gen Zs that moms and dads are paying their bills Mm -hmm. is crazy. The average is $1,425 a month that you guys are paying for your, and I love this phrase, your grown kids. What is a grown kid? I don't understand what that is. But, yeah, it's an oxymoron, I think. But, yeah for your children who have grown up but they didn't and so you're paying their bills you're paying for their house payment you're paying for this you're paying for that you are not helping them you're not helping them you're not giving them the dignity the freedom of agency their 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 feedback loops are not closing you're not creating emotionally mature people wow and the devastating effects on this nation are amazing that go with that. This is the Ramsey Show. Thank you for joining us America. This is the Ramsey Show. We go all out for our listeners. We're going to give away some money. The giveaway is ending soon though. Hurry and enter for your chance to win the big one. The $3,000 grand prize with the Ramsey cash giveaway. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. You can increase your chances of winning by entering daily. No purchase necessary. You've got to be 18 or older to win. RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. Just a couple of days left on this if you want to get in. Our books are all on sale for $10 each. All of our number one bestsellers, all of Rachel's number one bestsellers, all of my number one bestsellers, Deloney's. Coleman's. They're all on sale, $10 each. And I got to tell you, with inflation, our costs on these books have gone up dramatically, what it costs us to produce a book. And I'm not completely 100% sure this is the last $10 sale, but it might very well be. Because I'm pretty sure I'm going to go up on those prices. I don't think we're going to do any more $10 sales because the stinking cost has just gone through the roof on these things. So if you want these books at $10, this is the time to get it done as fast as you possibly can. Go to RamseySolutions.com. You want to load up on books at $10, might be advisable. Gabriel is with us in Washington, D.C. Hey, Gabriel, how are you? Good. How are you doing? It's Gabrielle. I messed up. I'm sorry. (laughs) How can I help?
1: Hi. So, I recently just got a job making a hundred thousand dollars, and I'm trying to make a plan to go back to my PhD program after after working and saving for a little bit of time. My programs are fully funded, but you only get about twenty eight thousand dollars a year. So, and I don't have any other debt right now. So, I was just wondering how much, how long would you work for, and how much would you try to save up in order to accommodate that kind of like salary reduction in the future.
0: I'm confused. You're going to go get a PhD. You make over $100,000 a year. You're going to go get a PhD. And it, what do you mean by fully funded?
1: In the sciences, you get paid a salary to
2: go do research. So you'd work for the school while you're getting your PhD. Exactly. Oh, and you would quit horses, this job. You would quit this job mm-hmm. and go work. Yeah.
0: And you would make how much while you're working for the school?
1: 33000
0: So you would take a $75,000 pay cut.
1: Yes, and then but it's because I want to do this kind of research, and in order to get further in my career, this is kind of the next step after I work for a couple of years.
0: And how long does that take?
1: Um, it'll take four years.
0: Okay, so this is a $250,000 expense.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. you're going to lose $75,000 a year for four years.
2: Yes. And the, I'm and, sorry.
0: It's a three hundred thousand dollar expense. And
2: the end goal, though, Gabrielle, is that you'll have your PhD. Is this the and you want to? What will you be doing
1: after this four years? Government research, working in labs, and going towards ma- managerial roles in labs. Okay. Making
0: what kind of money doing that?
1: You can make up to two hundred thousand in my in my field specifically doing those kinds of things.
0: Okay. And so you're willing to invest three hundred thousand dollars of lost income into this process?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Do you have a family? Are you married? Kids? Nope. Okay.
0: Okay. So what, what expense do you have? Can you live on the thirty three mm-hmm. while you're doing it? Yes. Okay. So what do you what do you need to save for then? They're gonna pay for the PhD, right?
1: They will, but I want to make sure that I have a good nest since I'm pretty young, and I don't want to lose these kind of best years to invest my money for retirement. And because during that time, it's a little bit harder to make that kind to make a big change to your retirement in account while you're only say while you're only bringing in that much money. Oh yeah,
0: you won't sure. have any money. Yeah, you'll be barely yeah. making it. Uh, but you for, know, for, you're for going four years. back to college. Yeah, for yeah. four years, you're going to college. So mm-hmm. during college, you're not going to be doing a bunch of big investing. So. How old
2: are you? Twenty three, good okay. for you. Well, you're you're very smart. So I think this is the time to do it. I'm like, if this is the if this is the track you want, if the, you obviously know what you want, um, yeah. I mean, I would. What, when are you thinking realistically that you're going to go next August?
1: Like a year from now? Yeah, within the next one to two years. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's great. I, oh, you know, it, um, I I would practice living on thirty three thousand and banking the rest of it while you wait.
3: That sounds good.
0: And I would go sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. As soon as you can get into a program. Mm
1: -hmm. That sounds good.
0: Yeah, and and, uh, because you want this behind you as soon as possible so that the $200,000 income is in front of you as soon as possible.
2: Yeah, and I wouldn't be too worried about the investing side, Gabrielle. I mean, obviously, compound interest is awesome, but you're so young that I'm like, and you're going to be making great money when you come out of this program. So even if you started investing at 28 years old you're going to be okay
0: and we're we're let me make sure i'm very clear because i want to make this is a a type of a fellowship in a sense that you're an employee of the of the uh school and so you are having no costs. so there's no student loans involved in this process exactly okay all right that's what i thought i understood but i wanted to make sure what i was agreeing to that's great well congratulations (laughs) gabrielle that's a really
2: a lot of people call into this show for masters or phd or law degrees i mean they Come in, and and usually the answer is like, or they they think the answer is like, well, I, I the only way I can do it is student loans. So the fact that even you're finding mm-hmm. a program like this, and you're obviously extremely intelligent to work in the fields well, you work you. in, and it's great. I think that's really exciting and at 23.
0: Yeah, it's Get very impressive. It. Very, very well impressive. Yeah. Very well done. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Have fun. Yeah, that's going to be great. But I would go as soon as I could. Yeah. um There's uh, you know piling up money in an investment account somewhere. To get ready to do this that you don't have to have to do this is not a necessity uh so i, I would start as quickly as you can get a, as soon as, quickly as you can get this lined up with someone again you've got to live on what they pay you when you're doing it um to the extent you can't do that you do have to have some money piled up to subsidize your years but if you can live on the 33 they're paying 33 and everything else is covered Ding, ding. Mm -hmm. Get after it. I love it. I love it. Well done. Graham is in Boston. Hi, Graham. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
3: Hello, Dave, Rachel. How do you feel? I'm calling because I'm getting married in October, and my in-laws, they're gifting us some property, and they're okay with us selling it, but they want us to develop it first. And we don't even have the money for our own, you know, house, you know, down payment. We're working on that right now. But how do we approach this? and do it in a way that's respectful towards them.
2: Well, it's a gift with strings attached because they're. why do they want you to develop
3: it? Uh, they're fine with us selling it, but I guess they want us to, I don't know, put into the community or something or just try to get more out of the, uh, just get more in the final sale.
0: Yeah. Well, you're, you're brand new newlyweds. How old are y'all?
3: Um, we're 30.
0: Okay. Do you have a bunch of money? Certainly not. Okay. So you don't need to be developing real estate.
3: Yes, we know that. And uh, we're trying to we want to sell it, but they're that's just what they're saying. So Yeah, I would just say I would just tell them I don't want it. Then. I
0: yeah. don't want it. You mm-hmm. can keep it. If it comes yeah, with me having to there. develop it and I don't have the money to develop it, I don't want it. It's a burden, it's not a gift. These people are weird. That's a control freak move, man.
2: Well, they're probably thinking.
0: I know. They're trying to be nice, but they're, but they're completely like, interfering. Yes. You can't give someone a gift with that many strings attached. That's right. That's no, controlling.
2: Totally. Totally. It's
0: not a gift. It's not a blessing, Graham. I mean, because you can't do anything with it. You got to sit there and pay taxes on it. Right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, Do I, you I, want it, Graham? Uh, I mean, we'd like to
3: sell it for the down payment. It would certainly help us get into a house faster. Yeah. And again, we're trying to, you know, tell them, look, we don't have the money to do this. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we like the, you know, the down payment money, but uh, now, if you thing, require no, that
0: we develop it before yeah. we sell it, we're going to have to turn the gift down because we're not able to develop it. And thank you, we appreciate it. It's very kind of you to offer this, but it doesn't fit with our plan. So. Uh, since you're if you require that we develop it before we sell it then thank you but you we won't we can't accept it because we can't do that and so it doesn't fit with our plan but thank you that was very kind it's a nice offer and just walk away it was an
2: offer not a gift yeah. that's a great way. To say
0: this is the ramsey show Our scripture of the day, Deuteronomy 31.6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not stop thinking of life as an adventure, Eleanor Roosevelt said. You have no security unless you can live bravely, excitingly, imaginatively, unless you can choose a challenge instead of competence. Wow, pretty cool. Good stuff. Open phones here at 888-825-5225. Rachel Cruz Ramsey. Personality is my co-host. Steve is in New York City. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
4: Yes. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Rachel. Uh, longtime listener, Dave. Um, I was hoping to call you and ask for a uh, debt free screen, but I had a got a kind of, I kind of po- put a pause on it. I came into some money due to, um, and it's the final estate for my mom. So I was hoping to just take the money, pay off the mortgage. But now I have uh, children that are going to begin, um, college next year. And everyone's telling me kind of put the brakes on kind of just trying to decide where to use this money where it doesn't hurt me that I have a paid off home. And that's why, um, you, you and Rachel are the first ones to come to mind to kind of maybe help me through the situation
0: doesn't hurt you if you had a paid off home. Are you talking about uh, no. benefits for college aid or something?
4: Well I, well, I don't know if it like having a paid off home is going to uh you know in terms of what you can get in financial aid if they look at it as a yeah. you know, it's a positive for you, but oh, you know, you you don't need as much aid because you have a paid off home.
0: Uh well, they don't give aid there is no college aid programs except for people who are poor, and you're not poor. There's Pell Grants. Are you talking there,
2: about like scholarships and stuff? I'm
0: sorry? There are not need-based scholarships for people who have the, the income that you have and the assets that you have. So the, the need-based scholarships are based on people that don't have any money. And you guys have,
4: well, that's, I'm saying, I'm just saying like financial aid, when you go to these universities, you know, they work with you though, you know, but they look at all your financials. You have to fill out the fast, fast. I I know.
0: I know. And none of them give financial aid based on, based on need, what's called need based financial aid to people who have substantial assets like you do. And and a good and a good paying job like you do, so there's not Pell grants are show up for somebody who's at the poverty level, is what I'm saying, and the financial aid at individual schools are it's all need based, and you're not going to qualify for any of it anyway. Okay. And you don't want to you don't want to put yourself in a position to qualify for that if you don't have to. I mean, (laughs) like if you got a single mom that's making twenty grand and her kids going to school she can get financial aid okay that kid can get financial aid but that's not you steve
2: and always steve too that scholarships and grants i mean
0: they're not all need it's not
2: all need-based either
0: you can get you can get scholarships, and they're not all academic and they're not all there's scholarships and grants for a little bit of everything uh i mean there's scholarships well,
4: maybe maybe that's what i'm getting be. so maybe what i meant like in terms of scholarships also it will not, from, you're having a paid off school. house
0: if you've got two million dollars If your net worth is $2 million and everything's paid for and you have a big old pile of cash in your bank, it doesn't keep her from getting a scholarship that she got based on her- Playing the trumpet
2: or whatever. Yeah, yeah, based
0: on on the fact that she is, uh, uh, you know, know, wrote an essay and she's a good citizen, okay? Because you can get a scholarship for that. But they're not, they don't look and go, oh, you have to be financially pitiful to get these scholarships. That's- that's not what the case is. So no, do the right thing for your finances. Now the right thing might be to not pay off your house, and you may because you may need some money to, to pay your for daughter. your kids' college. <laughs> right. That might be the right thing, but but paying How off old's that- your daughter. Uh, Seventeen. Okay, okay. she's getting ready to go. Have you picked out of school? Has she picked out of school? Y'all picked out a school?
4: No, no. She'll she'll start next door, August of twenty four.
0: Okay, but you're so you're shopping for schools and you're looking like. for, yeah. And so the thing I want you guys to do is to start studying scholarships. And there's lots and lots and lots of scholarships that are not academic, they're not need based, and they're not athletics. So you don't have to get an athletic scholarship, you don't have to get, you don't have to be a 4.2 uh, valedictorian. And, uh, and you don't have to be um, a single mom making 20000 You You know, you don't have to be any of those things. There's lots and lots of scholarships out there that are just $5,000, $2,000, $1,500 scholarships. And if your daughter applies for a whole bunch of those and then you guys decide to pick, a, choose a school that you can afford where she doesn't have student loans with the money that you've got from other savings and from this inheritance, then you're gonna be you're gonna be in, going to be in um, you know, really. That, that's the way to get at this. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna send you a copy of our book, Debt Free Degree, which will help you guys walk through this. And because most of avoiding student loans is is picking a school that's affordable.
2: School choices. School Massive, choice. Yep.
0: that's the number one math problem in going to school debt free. Uh, and then number two and three are work while you're in school and apply for like a hundred scholarships, like a bazillion scholarships, and uh, work it that way. That's what I would do. So, yeah, but paying off your house um, does not keep you from getting those types of scholarships if the if you have the money to do that and to get your kid through school. So, good question. Jesse is in Cummings, Georgia. Hi, Jesse. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
1: Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I'll try to make it quick. Um, So how do you stay on budget when your um, home um, school property taxes keep increasing? Um, I already do a dollar for dollar. We have no debt except for our house and um, a little bit of car debt that I plan to have paid off in the next three months. Um, We go dollar for dollar on our budget after taxes and insurance and all the other costs. We have $115,000 in our base take-home pay, and our school budget keeps increasing. doubling every year and i'm not exaggerating four years ago it was 300 million dollars and now it's 600 million dollars and all that comes onto the property owners for our school portion of property tax so how do you work with your current budget that you have when they don't hold their own budget but you love your school system and you know can't help that your house is now double what they say it is but you're not
3: moving (laughs)
0: Uh, you include your increase it. you include your increased cost for taxes in your monthly budget and if you don't want to do that you move
1: do you ever at some point hold them like, like figure out how to hold the like i guess this system accountable for what they keep doing to the people that they supposedly
3: serve i guess that's the problem yeah. that i'm having i
0: think that would just be called getting reason. politically involved in uh, removing some of these school board members <laughs> that keep passing these onerous budgets, but that's a that yeah. doesn't affect. That's not a budgeting technique. That's just a, I'm pissed off. You people keep spending my money.
1: <laughs> yes, and yeah, it's I more at the political level
0: then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a political fight because you've got school board members that don't have an off button. I had a pug dog that didn't have an off button. It kept getting fat because it would eat everything in sight. Sounds like these people are kind of the same.
1: Yeah,
0: it seems like they don't know how to use you. Yeah, they don't. know is not one of their words, and so it's a word they need to learn. And uh, politicians everywhere—it's you know universal as long as man has been alive—that when you yeah. can spend other people's money, it's uh, it's always easy to do.
2: Now, yeah. if it's helping teachers be paid more, I am for that. So knowing what they're, what they're spending, on. I don't on. think
0: the teachers' pay got doubled.
2: No, that's what I'm saying. When I'm it like, went that's from $300, to, six, like, 300 you know million to
0: $600 million, I doubt they doubled their teachers' pay.
2: Yep, which is I sad.
0: It. I doubt it. I doubt it, I doubt it, I doubt it. That's just somebody doing some kind of other stuff there that's going and on. And also,
2: you pay for it. I mean, we're in a nice county, and our kids go to public school, and it's an amazing school, but you you pay for you it through pay the property for tax, it. but yeah. that's this what we're choosing. This
0: is not free. Yeah. Yeah. Look what the government gave me for free. Nope, never happened. <laughs> That puts us hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus.
2: Hey, it's Rachel Cruz. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, Go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.
3: Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.